Hello, welcome to the A to the K Wrestling Show. We are joined today by the sweetest thing from Texas, the one and only Lady Bird Moreau. Thank you for taking the time to be with us today. Thanks for having me, y'all. Glad to be here. I oh, know, it's our pleasure. Um, so, I'd, uh, if, if we could, I'd like to kick things off just first and foremost by um, asking uh, if we could sort of what, what sort of got you into the business. Is this something you've been a fan of growing up or... Is it something you've got into recently or, you know, that sort of thing? Yeah. Um, so I only watch it a little when I was a kid. Uh, usually I would have to have 45-minute car rides home. And uh, my mom had a van and she had a, a TV in her van. So I don't even know how that worked. But um, <laughs> so I would be able to watch it on the way home. I think it was the Attitude Era. Um, I could be wrong. Maybe Ruthless Aggression. Um with John Cena, The Undertaker. I just remember being in love with John Cena at the time. So that was <laughs> that was when I was first uh, started watching it and it was initiated to kind of that industry. And then yeah. I got a little older and really didn't think about it too much. And then I watched Total Divas and then was re-entered into it because then I learned about the women's scene of wrestling more that way. Yeah. Um, and, and that's when I started to become obsessed with it again <laughs> was <laughs> you know they it was cool it was cool to see women kicking ass oh definitely yeah absolutely you know it's definitely come a long um, a long way as well the women's side of um of wrestling that's for sure um yeah. but obviously um you know you're from texas uh began your training at america's academy of pro wrestling um how have you found the whole training experience obviously not not that long in the business so how have you found it yeah um well the first week my body was in horrible pain <laughs> because you have to take bumps um, basically on wood. Really, it's wood and very little fabric on top of that and then your canvas. Um, so doing taking back bumps, that was really all I was doing for the first couple uh, couple weeks and then months you were running the ropes and stuff, but uh, terrible pain. But then um, it was mostly upper shoulders and neck. But uh, after a couple months, you, your body gets used to it. And so then it tends, it goes away. But um, I know when I, I'm currently out right now just due to, to an injury, but I know when I get back, it's going to be like starting from square <laughs> one with my body and the pain. But um, I love training. I've always been an athlete. So this is, I miss doing stuff like this, getting to show my athletic abilities and just getting that fun. Honestly, it's really fun. So uh, I, I really enjoy training and getting to, to run spots and just have a good time in the ring. Amazing. Awesome. So um, I'd like to ask if we could about, um, firstly, about the your wrestling name, uh, Lady Bird Monroe, and sort of how that sort of came about. Um, and similarly, your gimmick of, of the sweetest thing, if, um, if we could ask sort of how, how you sort of come up with that concept. Yeah, so um, I'm currently living in Austin, Texas. So Texas is pretty big. So up north is Dallas. That's where I'm from. But I moved to Austin once I graduated college. Um, it was really my first move to, to get away from, you know, family and friends and not because of them. I just wanted to do something different. Um, and Austin is kind of a home that I made for myself. And what's really big here in Austin is uh, Lady Bird. There's like Lady Bird Lake. There's a garden. Uh, there's roads streets um it's just a really big thing so if you came to austin you would if you said ladybird people would be like there's a million things they could probably point you to 
well, it's a big presence here in Austin. And that name comes from Lady Bird Johnson, um, who was a former, uh, she was the wife of a, a president a while ago. <laughs> so that's where it originated from. But I really, what I really like about it is how unique it is. It's an Austin thing. And then it's hella unique. <laughs> like you're not oh, going to hear anything else with that name, um, which can kind of be hard in this business. A lot of people have, you know, similar names or it can get a little confusing. I just wanted something easy. Um, and then the, it's so easy for the crowd to chant. That's just two syllables. Like that is perfect. <laughs> so that is, <laughs> how it came about but I also had a friend who um actually was the first one who gave me the idea and I liked it so it became my name that's and awesome Monroe, Monroe Marilyn Monroe of course, like, oh, of course. <laughs> so that it's cool because this business is about being a badass and then also what I love is the the beauty of it and how women just kill the game like no man's gonna ever come out looking as sexy as the women and can't do it like these women can. <laughs> So uh, I just thought that was a fun, fun little name to tag, like put to the end of it. Absolutely. It's a funny because obviously in the UK, obviously where we're from, um, Lady Bird is obviously what um, you would call a ladybug in that's America. Lady. So obviously, yeah. So we were like, oh, I wonder if there's any kind of relations there, but that's cool. So obviously it's um, around obviously um, Austin and, and um, well, kind of the hometown in Dallas and stuff like that. So, no, that's good to know. Um, so I think one thing I wanted to know, so obviously you know, as part of the sweetest thing gimmick, obviously you come out uh, waving to the fans and being just a really good baby face, but would you ever like to work heel in the future? How do you think that would be? For sure. For sure. I think yeah. that's coming. I think I'm so green right now in the business that I really have to perfect what I'm doing right now, but I definitely have heel tendencies where <laughs> I, I like the, I, I love the heel work. It's just, yeah. it's fun to watch. And I, just can re relate like Becky Lynch, Killer Hill, and the crowd is still behind her. It's hard to get people not to be behind her. She's killing mm -hmm. it, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely have. I think a lot of people tell me when I wrestle, I have a face that's just really intense and kind of like hilly. So I think that is not I, not something I won't do. I think it's definitely in my future, and I hope to turn at some point. But it's got to be in a good way. It would be oh, a good gosh. story there. Definitely. So um, we know that you've uh, worked uh, quite a bit with uh, Mission Pro Wrestling. Um, so we just wondered on sort of what your thoughts on on the experience with Mission Pro and sort of like a women's focused sort of wrestling promotion like that. Oh, I love it. I love it. I, I think it's badass. And uh, so that's I'm just so grateful that that was one of the like uh, being so green and getting to be a part of her shows, Thunder Rosa shows. Um it's just really cool. I remember learning about it when I was training and um, I, I always like, I was like, that'd be so great to be a part of. And so I don't even know. Oh yeah. How I got onto it is I went to a seminar that Thunder Rosa was putting on and uh, we were training and there the, at the seminar, she was going to pick two people to actually get a match. And so I was one of the people she picked, which was amazing. Cause who doesn't want to get picked? I wanted to go oh, yeah. there and get picked. That was my goal. But I mean, who knew? Um, so that's how I actually got into my first show and it was great that I had never been in front of a crowd like that. She brings a, a, an amazing crowd. These people are so into it. It's a big crowd. It's like, it was my first like real big show to be a part of. Yeah. And then the fact that it's women, women ran, uh, women wrestlers, like women putting it on, putting up the ring, setting down their, taking down the ring, like doing all the work behind the scenes as well. 
Um, it's amazing. Like, I, I love to see that. You, it's, again, women, it's kind of a taboo thing in this business, and it was for a really long time. So it's really cool to see these things, like, pushing forward and getting attention. So I'm, I'm yeah, really grateful to get to have done those shows, and I hope to be back at some once I'm better. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it's, it's certainly one thing, like, it, we've we've always been sort of really interested in with Mission Pro and something Thunder said in the past that, like you say, it's it, it's about women's focus, not just in the ring, but uh, in terms of the actual booking and the, and the setup and all those behind the scenes things that you never see and something that like it's still sort of very male dominated. So it, it is fantastic to see a Mission Pro. Agreed. I love it. Absolutely. Um, so obviously, yeah, so we have had Thunder on the show before. So obviously we're big, um, big fans of Thunder as well. So I think... Um, it's 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 really interesting point though. Obviously, you made around uh, women's wrestling and you know how it's kind of evolved and stuff like that. I think um, how do you kind of you know do, where do you see women's wrestling continuing to go in this in this evolution? I mean, we're certainly going in the right direction. There's like main inventing all over the place is happening, um, you know, on WWE, I'm sure, at Impact, AEW, indie scenes too. Um, I hope to see that more. I hope to see there be more women's matches. Even still today, you can watch a, a whole show and get only a couple of women's matches in there. And I always find that kind of disappointing because as much as I like to watch both genders matches, I really relate to and enjoy the women in the ring. Um, so I, I'd like to just see like more women on television. I'd like to see more women of color, women of all different sizes and ages, because I know we, a woman gets to a certain age and we like to cut her off and think that she's dead to the world now. And it's so silly because men are doing it the same age, yeah. you know, yeah. like we get, why do they get the free pass? But uh, <laughs> so I, I, for real, it's like, come on, it's not fair. But yeah, I'd like to just see all different types of women doing it. If you're good and you can wrestle and you, you know, get in that ring and kick ass and put on a good show, then who's to say you shouldn't because of your age or the way that you look, you know? Oh, definitely. Absolutely. So um, while we're sort of on, a, on the topic of, um, of sort of women's wrestling, that sort of um, sort of match types, obviously there's a bit of controversy around certain match types for, for women, which... Um, Again, it's something that personally we find baffling because, you know, there shouldn't be anything off limits really. But obviously we've had sort of hardcore matches have been very vocal at the moment with saying, you know, uh, you know, it's, it's too grotesque. We shouldn't see them, you know, bleeding and stuff like that. Uh, and another one that seems to come up quite a lot and one we've often asked about is um, intergender matches. So I just wondered sort of what are your thoughts on, on that sort of uh, almost gatekeeping on certain match types? I personally, when I started in this business, and I think actually a lot of women when they first start, just because there's way more men in this business than women yeah. and there's tons of training facilities all around. So typically I know in my experience, when I started training, I was the only woman. So the guys that I had to work with and practice with and match up against, it was all males. So I loved it personally. I love yeah. going against men, especially if you're the same size as me. I can take you on, like, <laughs> I've been, you know, fighting my brother my entire life, ever since I was a kid, we'd always, you know, like, wrestle around and beat each other up, like, yeah. you know, as long as it makes sense, and you're, you know, if there's someone way bigger than you, and you're not telling that size different story, then, I mean, you have an issue there, but if you're telling these stories, and these intergender matches, I don't see why they shouldn't be a thing, I, I love them, and I know Impact's doing that a lot right now. Oh, of course, yeah, they've been, they've been really big on it which is sick. I love that. I'm all about that. I love wrestling men. It's, they're really fun to wrestle. They're really, well, it really depends on who you're wrestling, but um, 
personally, I love doing it and I like seeing it. So I'm all for them. How about y'all? Do y'all like them? Absolutely. Yeah. I think as Anthony was saying, we don't understand the kind of the whole kind of gatekeeping behind it. And, you know, some of our favorite matches have been like the lights out matches and things. And obviously intergender is, you know, a really big, um, important thing that should happen really when it makes sense, as you say. Yeah. I mean, even things like, like tag divisions, which um, are often quite, quite difficult to fill. Um, like in certain, certainly in bigger companies, um, it's quite difficult to have a lot of tag teams. Um intergender tag teams is something that I'm like, well, why isn't that a thing? Why have we never had tag champions that were intergender? It doesn't make any sense. I agree. I agree. I've been at my at my promotion, my the one that I train at, they have all these belts for men and they have one belt for the, the women. And I'm like, why can't I go after one of those belts? I can definitely <laughs> take on some of those men, you know, like they're, 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 take them on. Like, come on. So I agree. I think there there should we should see more of it. And I love like out matches or like um, I don't know. I love seeing women bleed. I want to bleed at some point. Like, it's just so cool. I feel like it's like a rite of passage in your wrestling career. It's like your development. I should probably mm-hmm. let my cat. He's complaining. Brb. <laughs> no problem. All right. Sorry. No, no worries. Okay. Um, so yeah, so, um, hopefully yeah, you don't mind compliments because I've just got to compliment you on something. So obviously we've seen a few of, um, of your matches obviously ahead of this, um, talking with you and something which I just think that you do so well is the art of selling. Now, obviously we talk about, you know, um, you know, offense and things like that, but it's such a kind of, um, it's such a fine art to actually be really good at selling. And I think that's something which you do so, so well. So obviously being so kind of, um, you know, you call yourself green. I wouldn't say that as such, but obviously with such a short time in, in the business, how, how do you get so good? <laughs> I've had so many people yell at me about my selling, so now I'm going to brag about this to them. <laughs> <laughs> you should. You definitely should. Some people like it. Um, well, as a baby face, you get a lot of heat, obviously. Mm-hmm. So um, I personally love to sell. That's something I like to do. It's just fun. I love to be able to make someone else look, get someone else over and get their stuff over. Um, so just, I, don't, I, I like it, but I also was yelled at a, a crap ton and I still get yelled at for it, for not selling enough, like stay down longer. Um, so it's definitely something that has been like drilled into my brain. Um, but it just, it, it's one of those things that takes time and it, you need the ring experience, like having different matches and being in the ring and practicing it, but that's a huge compliment. So I love that. So thank you for that. Um, but yeah, I love selling and being like Lady Bird, you can, she always gets her, she gets some good heat. People heat on her a lot and, but I love it. It's so fun. Awesome. Um, so I hope you don't mind this question, but um, something we're curious on is um, obviously you have a, a number of tattoos. Um, and we're just wondering if, um, like, obviously prominently being there, uh, you've got a uh, blessed on your, on your side and like, um, so just wondering if you might be able to sort of tell us um, what tattoos you've got and what meaning they are behind them. If that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'm one of those people who like to get tattoos in the moment. So I started getting tattoos when I was 18. Um, I think I have like maybe five or six now and they're all pretty small and I hope to have way more in the future. Oh, so <laughs> Bless was when I got, it was actually my very first one when I uh, was yeah 18 years old and I was like super religious at the time. I'm not very much nowadays, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, a little 18 year old, that was 
what I do like about my tattoos is they all tell a story. So that was just where I was in life. That was something that helped me get through a lot of hard things and growing up, being a kid or being a teenager, going through all the crap you go through as a kid yeah, and awesome. hormones and it's hard. So that was kind of something that, you know, the, the Bible and Christ and Christianity was something that like helped me in that time of my yeah. life. I appreciate this tattoo, although I'm like, well, now I can just be blessed in other ways too. <laughs> <laughs> this little sun, I got this one. And then I have one right here, like in between my chest, which is a, um, a lotus flower. I'm a yogi. I have my yoga certification, went to Hawaii. And that's just a big part of who I am as well. Nice, yeah. Same like the blast. It was, it was something in my life that came at a really good time that I needed it and um, was able to help me just, I don't know, be a better person, be able to be, I don't know, accomplish goals that I wanted to and go after what I wanted to. The sun is, I just love the sun. And that was like the Hawaii vibe, like love the outdoors. What else do I have? This one, I had some margaritas. You can't really see it, but it's a, it's a triangle. You can see that, um, that like yellow or that uh, mm. orange side. You kind of see it, maybe a little yeah. bit orange. Here. So it's a triangle. I got this with Two of my friends, triangle is apparently the strongest shape. So wherever you're at in the world, you're like, it's still a triangle and it doesn't break. I don't know. Some bullshit. <laughs> Something that we <laughs> As we were drinking margaritas and we had always wanted to get tattoos together. So we went in and we all got triangles, but we all have different colors on different sides. Oh, nice. So we left our side. And then we didn't know what color our friends were picking. So we were like, pick each other's aura colors. So the two of us would be like, we want her to have red. And the other two was like, turquoise and then they picked orange for me so we like went in there blind that was cool. <laughs> that's a really fun one what else do i have oh yeah here's another one this is i have my little slippers on do you see this one this yep. is literally emoji the the little stars <laughs> emoji. oh yeah i think that one is also a margarita's one and i also got that with two other friends <laughs> I think tattoos are just for me. They're they're really in the moment, and then it's a story. It's a fun little story that you can oh, go yeah, back and yeah. relive. So I think that's it. I don't think I have any more. Oh, I have a sunflower too. Uh, this is what <laughs> I got from a really cool guy who was like, I don't know, like an FBI or some agent. So I didn't even get this in a tattoo shop. I got it at a coffee shop, and this, yeah, it was. I got it with uh, my now boyfriend. Um, and he got one at the same time. So it was cool because now we have a tattoo. Like he has something different, but it was yeah. cool. because That's awesome, man. Like yeah. you say, tells a story. Absolutely. Yeah, sorry. I love him. Love it. Um, so obviously, um, you know, a huge break for yourself came at the end of last year. Obviously, AEW Dark Elevation in, in Texas. Um, trios match with Nyla Rose, Ali and uh, Emi Sakura. So, um Obviously, you had a really strong showing in that match as well. Um, I just obviously, can you talk to us about the whole experience of of working with AEW? Oh, it was amazing. That was that was a like a dream come true. That was one of my first goals. I didn't think it was going to happen so soon, and I'm insanely grateful that it did. And I have Thunder Rosa to thank for that one. Um, so that that was a goal before. No, just at some point I didn't plan for it to be in my first year of wrestling but I was like at some point I would like to get on AEW Dark because that's what I started watching just to like I knew that that was for the you know a lot of indie wrestlers were pulled up to get some chances and shots yeah, so I just yeah. wanted it yeah I wanted an opportunity um but going there it's incredible like you get to see people that, that you watch on tv that you admire and that you think are 
those total badasses and just being around those people is really cool. But um, uh, the environment backstage was so nice. Like these people, I, I, the women, I you, there's a lot of stigma around just women in the locker room kind of being like, and men, I'm sure too, uh, just there's, you know, everyone wants the spot. They want the time. They want to be in the ring longer. Like everyone's fighting for that opportunity. So there can be um, just some bad energy with that. But I did not get that. There was just, these women were really like supportive of each other, really uplifting. It was just, I don't know, I was really, I was really surprised by that. Um, and then the match itself, getting out there in front of that huge crowd. I, yeah. you think that I would be just all nerves, but I was like, no, this is like what I've been waiting for. Like, this is my moment. I can't <laughs> wait to be here. I mean, we got our asses kicked, but it's okay. <laughs> At least I to be out there for a few minutes. It was a dream come true. I was, when I was out there and just like before Nyla and the, the rest of the team came out, I was like living it up. It was the best feeling I've ever felt in my whole entire life. It was just incredible. I mean, that's, yeah. <laughs> but then the match, it went by so quick. Um, but it, it was so fun. It was just such a, such a fun thing to do. Wrestling is just so fun. I love it so much. No, yeah, it's, no, it's, I think, um, yeah, definitely, definitely a great show. And obviously, as you say, it was, um, it was, it did go by really, really quick, obviously just, um, with all the action and stuff, um, going on, but no, I think, um, yeah, you had a really good show in, in that match and hopefully we get to see you, um, you know, there again soon. I hope so. Got to get the ACL healed and then we'll be good. Yes. So, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, when you say about uh, the sort of the backstage environment, it's it's really reassuring to hear that because obviously we we watch AEW and we only have perspective uh, that the fans do, um, and the, the vibe you kind of get is almost like a family feeling kind of thing. Like you say, the, mm. the competition doesn't seem to obviously it's a competitive business, so there will be a level of competition, but it's yeah. it's really reassuring to hear that that it, that you get that sort of positive vibe in the locker room. That's that's fantastic. Um, so, and it, it may be something you either can't answer or or don't know the answer to just yet, but. Um, do you think we will see you in AEW or, or any other promotions in the near future? Obviously, pending the um, the ACL. I hope so. I hope so. I'm gonna. The, the bummer with this is that it does keep me out for. Oh, I'm only. I'm already a month out of surgery, and my doctor says I'm doing really well. Um, so, and he says it's strong. Just the thing with ACLs is they get strong and then they get weak again within like month three to four. So I have to get past that where it gets weak so I can get strong again. So about six months. So I have five more months until I'm like back to being able to wrestle. Um, but I know I'm going to be trying to stick, like get back to promotions that I want to get back to. Yeah. Um, so I hope. I'm obviously no guarantees. I'm not, I'm not signed, you know, I don't have a contract anywhere. So there's really, there's no guarantees on that, but I, I'm going to keep working my ass off so that I'm right in the place that I left off when, you know, I, I got out. So I hope, I hope. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do we. Um, just so obviously on the, on the ACL injury that you had, um, obviously came the back end of last year. How, how did it happen? Was it in a match? Was it in, um, Yep. It wasn't even like, I'm so disappointed with it because this is one of the things about being new to this industry is you, you have a lot to learn. Um, so I was in like a, a rumble, Royal rumble type match, um, just multiple people in the ring all at once. And, uh, I left my feet. I was like, got thrown out, uh, didn't touch the ground, but I was just on the apron. And so I 
he was climbing up and I went back in to give a move. And then when I landed, um, I think because there were so many people in the ring, uh, those boards are, it's a bunch of different boards. So they're like a different shifted different ways. And so I landed and I think that's where, uh, it, I know that's where it popped because I felt it. <laughs> and I was like, you can see me go down right after. So that's when it happened. I landed and tore the ACL, which is sucked it felt I like thought I broke my leg I was like oh my gosh this is horrible but yeah that's when it happened which is awful but I was able to still go technically I still finished that match which <laughs> I think is <laughs> I still had moves to do because I didn't even get to do anything at that point like not, I hadn't I hadn't done any cool spots yet so at least I got to finish my stuff out oh. <laughs> Definitely Not badass, true. badass. <laughs> it's very ACLs, though. I will say that it's a terrible. It's it, post surgery. The two days after, you're just, it feels like your legs on fire. So no, 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 terrible yeah. pain. <laughs> Don't recommend. <laughs> Would not recommend it. <laughs> so um, obviously, in the wrestling world at the minute, there's been a lot of talk of um, forbidden doors. You know, forbidden doors getting open left and right at the moment. Um, so more of a bucket list kind of question. Uh, do you have any any sort of names of, of people you'd like to face in the future if, if you know, um, you could pick anyone, that sort of thing? Gosh, there's so many. There's so many. Um, I'm just like, I have so much to learn that I, I just, I need more matches to even be on these people's levels. But if I could just like have matches with anyone, um, Thunder Rosa would definitely be one. Mickey James would be one. Um, any of the four horse women, obviously incredible. Like that would be awesome. I'm trying to think of, let me think some other ones. Hmm. Those are pretty good ones, right? Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. No, Thunder, Thunder Rosa alone would be an amazing match. And, I know. You know could uh, happen. Could happen. I hope so. I hope so. Oh, that, yeah. is a, that is a goal of mine. Yeah. I mean, you know, it could happen in Mission Pro or potentially in AW in the future. So a um, couple of different places, so fingers crossed. Um, Just, like, roll around in the ring and grapple. I think that would be – because she's so good at that. And I really enjoy doing that, so it would be fun to work with her on that. Definitely. Uh, I mean, who who would work the face and who would work the heel, though? That's the question. (laughs) She would probably get to work the face more than I would. People love her, (laughs) you know? So I would probably be the heel or face face where they like her more. That's true. Um, so obviously, um, we are from the UK. So just wondering, have you ever had a chance to come over to the UK? And if so, what were your thoughts? And if not, you know, what's your perception of the UK, you know, the wrestling scene and just the place itself? I would love to go to the UK. I actually would love to wrestle over at the UK. I, the only one I know about is NXT. I'm sure there's tons of indie scenes, but I'm curious, maybe y'all can answer some questions. Um, <laughs> so no, I've never been. I tried to go in college. Um, but I would have had to take out a big loan to stay there for as long as I was wanting. And I didn't want to be and get a loan and then get an interest on top of that and then be even more in debt outside of college than I am. So I, that's why I decided I ended up not doing it, but that's where I was going. That's where I really wanted to go was I wanted to go to London and stay in the city for like three months. Um, but no, I haven't been, I would love to go. I do plan on flying into London to do a trip somewhere, maybe like at, fly in London, then we'll take a ferry to like France and go and 
do Europey things at some point. But <laughs> can y'all fill me in on the wrestling scene over there? Because I know there's um, the NXT UK, but mm-hmm. what, what else kind of well, going on? Honestly, it's actually a little bit smaller than it used to be. I mean, we've had a, a hell of an indie scene over the years, but um, uh, and I'm not saying that as a negative thing, but NXT UK coming along sort of squashed a, a few of the smaller indies, really. Um, and NXT UK is fantastic for the record. Like it's it's been it's been a great thing for the UK. But um, obviously, Carl and I are we're we're based in the north of England, so um, Liverpool based. Uh, so the one for us is um, TNT. I think is probably the closest one to us, Carl. Yeah. So we have TNT Extreme Wrestling, and um, they're really good. You have Future Shock as well. They're they're another um, really big promotion. But yeah, you know the UK has a really kind of um, historic wrestling scene. Obviously, World of Sport back in the day and stuff like that. You know the likes of Davy Boy Smith and people like that coming from the UK. Um, yeah. So obviously, it's a uh, the fans are insane. So you definitely have to come and try and wrestle in front of them. I think um, you know like. Oh. Uh, like yeah, like um, I know uh, Bret Hart used to say the you know um, UK fans are sometimes even louder than Canada for him. So um, yeah. we, we definitely know how to put how to do a chant anyway. We certainly do. Anything. It's all it's, it's all the football or or, um, or soccer experience. Yeah, we definitely know how to chant. Hardcore fans, I love that. No, we take we take credit for William Regal and and Davy Boy Smith up in the north. So uh, they're, they're our examples. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. What would they think about a little cowgirl though? I don't know if they'd like a little cowgirl. I mean, who knows? No, no, I think that, I think they'd love it. To be fair, <laughs> yeah, like, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, um, I think um, another one. Obviously, um, you talked about obviously, obviously the ACL and and the injury that's going on there, um, and obviously the the timeline for recovery. But I think you mentioned on um, social um, about potentially Ladybird two um kind of uh so what what do you think that's gonna involve is it gonna be a kind of change to gimmick obviously you talked about potentially where it can heal um what can we look forward to when you come back so i'm thinking when i said that um there's a couple of things so i might drop monroe and just keep it ladybird just keep it short like the rock something shorter so that might happen i'm still deciding on that and then i want to we'll see in four months well five months i have i want to get super ripped okay (laughs) that is my goal and now i've said it i put it out there to people so now i have to do it but i want to like get i want it to be undeniable when i get in that ring that i'm a competitor and i'm a force to be reckoned with and i think i'm kind of lacking i know i look fine in the ring but i want to look like i just intimidating like i just want to get more muscle on me <laughs> have a like a yeah, four pack or a six pack i know i have some definition in the abs but i want more you know i want my legs to be bigger like i want to be a force when i get in the ring so that was like kind of the hopes where what while i'm like not going to be in the ring right now. I'm going to be in the gym making up for it. And then also psychology-wise, um, because I am so green and because I haven't been a, a fan my entire life like so many people have and so many wrestlers have, I have some experience in that. And that actually makes me it, – it puts me at a disadvantage. So doing my history <laughs> or going back and watching certain eras and I have my wrestling friends who have been watching it their whole lives telling me, you know, these moments, showing me really important matches. So I'm also doing my history so that I can, my, my skill set in the ring as well can just get better um, as well as my psychology. So that is what I was kind of thinking when I was like 2.0 it's coming, but we'll see. <laughs> Let's hope. Oh, wait. 
So um, I'm, I'm curious now. Um, obviously, Carl, in particular, being a, a fan from, like, I think you were about two years old when you started being a fan, Carl. Um, <laughs> it certainly was. When people recommended matches, um, is there any, any ones you could sort of give away that the, that people have been saying, oh, you need to watch this? Because I know Carl would definitely pick a some Bret Hart match of some sort. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Well, I want to hear y'all's because y'all are going to have way better options. I'm trying to, I could try to think some right off the top. Um, and I know people have told me this because that's another thing I got yelled at for was like, watch <laughs> like matches, watch good matches, watch wrestling. You need to be watching it every day. Um, but I want to hear you. Can I hear y'all's? I want to hear y'all. So I need to write them down too. <laughs> I mean, mine would be um, probably, and probably a really good one for you as well, if you're potentially thinking about turning heel in the future, would be um, Bret Hart versus Stone Cold. Um from I think it was WrestleMania 13. Um, so obviously that had one of the best kind of double switches that's ever happened where Brett went in as a baby face um, and Austin was the heel. And then by the end of it, it, it completely flipped and Brett went out the heel and um, Austin was a baby face. So I think that one would be really good from a psychology standpoint. Okay, 2018 was that one? Oh no, it was at WrestleMania 13. So it's probably like um, 97, maybe 96, 97. No, oh, okay. Way off, see. Okay. <laughs> I have it written down. I'll check that one out. What else? Oh, I'm not. I'm not as good with the wrestling history as Carl. I, I, I mean, I would argue anything. Anything involving the Undertaker because Undertaker is amazing. Um, I, honestly, Davy Boy Smith, uh, SummerSlam '92, probably be a match worth watching there, Carl. Yes, um, another obviously in Wembley, Wembley <laughs> Arena, sold out. Uh, obviously uh, in London, yeah, bit, so. of the, bit of the patriotism from us with that one, really. Yeah, there was a really good obviously storyline story arc with that with Brett and Davy, with um, obviously Brett's sister involved, who was um, uh, kind of married to Davy at the time and stuff. So it was a nice, interesting dynamic. But yeah, there's so many. I'll, I will, we'll have to send you over a big list of matches, but I definitely <laughs> think um, I definitely yeah. think what would be a really uh, useful one from like a psychology standpoint was definitely um, Brett versus Austin. Definitely, yeah, definitely. I'm gonna watch that one after this. I love good matches. It gives me goosebumps because it's. Just, it's I, I'm bummed that I didn't get. I wasn't watching it as much as a child because I don't get to have those experiences you guys did and those memories mm. you have. But I do like that I get to watch it fresh as an adult because yeah. I I love it just as much. I think I can appreciate it way more. Um, but yeah, yeah I'm I mean. To watch it. You know, now you get to create those memories for people. So that's the that's, that's the big yeah. difference. So obviously, we're obviously going to continue following on your journey. We can't wait for you to be back back in the ring again. Hopefully, we get to see you um, more frequently in a lot of promotions. But yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, absolutely made up to have you on the show. Indeed. Um, so lastly, if we could uh, just ask you, sort of, or for our listeners anyway, um, if we could let everyone know how they can sort of keep up to date with you, your good self, with uh, social media and the like. Um, I'm on Instagram and Twitter. On Instagram, it's at the Ladybird Monroe, and on Twitter, it's just Ladybird Monroe. Um, and then I do have a YouTube. I really have, I think, one video on there. I hope to add more matches on there at some point. So if you want to follow me on there, feel free to. <laughs> but yeah, Instagram and Twitter, and uh, yeah, if you say DM me, say hi if you're a fan. I love to see people who are fans and just like to watch wrestling. So. Absolutely. You'll have, to, uh, you'll have to document your recovery and the uh, the gains and the training as you uh, come <laughs> yes. back to 2.0. Now, now I've said it and I have to do it. I haven't told you on that yet. Now, now it's out there. So. 
That's it. The quotes are out there now, so you've committed. Um, but no, honestly, huge thank you again. Obviously, we really appreciate you taking the time to speak with us. And yeah, you really do have an incredibly bright future ahead and we just can't wait to see it all unfold. So thank you so much again for being on the show. Thanks for having me, y'all. This is really fun. Well, no, thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure.